You Have Found the Short Stories Podcast, a production of adventuresinaudio.net. Welcome to the Short Stories Beautiful People, Wonderful and Amazing People Podcast, a long title. But you're all of the above if you are listening to this podcast, and I am grateful that you are. This is a special episode because you see a listener sent in an email saying that he enjoyed the show, and I thank him for his kind words. We also, or he also, included a story that he wrote and gave me permission to use the story on the show. So that's what we're going to hear on this episode. And while you're here, be sure to check out other episodes, now over 120 to choose from. By the way, I also do voiceovers for your business. I know a lot of businesses are doing a podcast to promote their business. And if you need some help with that, let me know. Like I say, I do voiceover work for websites, corporate training, radio, TV commercials, and much more. So... You can contact me at robertcc at gmail.com. Now, for our feature story submitted by a listener by the name of Richard Stettenbenz. This is our first listener-submitted story, and it's a pretty good story. Now, if you're a writer and have a horror story, feel free to send it in. And don't forget your nightmares. We haven't had a good listener nightmare in a while. And in this story, a young girl is haunted, kind of like a nightmare, by an apparition that reminds her of a tragic event. So, I want to thank Richard for sending in the story. Will Richard become the next Stephen King? I don't know, but I wish him well. Let's listen now to The Nameless Thing by Richard Stettenbenz. I awoke, eyes wide with terror. Something had gone horribly wrong. This house was not my own. Yesterday seemed another existence entirely. Even the crisp cold smell in the air was an indescribable horror. I remembered just the evening before, running up the stairs to my room, my last moment of sanity, before waking to this agony. I walked down the long, sunless hall to my washroom. Every paint chip, every tear in the wallpaper, every scratch on the floor, every family painting, hanging loose and crooked on the walls, seemed right. Yet I knew it was so very wrong. I stretched my trembling hand toward the door, and it opened without a struggle. The hinges uttered a faint creak. I peered into the room, half expecting a demon to emerge from the darkness. But it was only my empty washroom. I felt a bit more at ease after reaching my sink to rinse my face. Maybe I have gone mad, I exclaimed to no one in particular. 
As I dried my hands, I felt a soft breeze graze past my shoulder. I turned quickly, peering down the hall, but there was nothing. I gasped for breath and could feel my beating heart thumping inside my chest. My eyes were fixed on the hall, afraid to blink in fear of some all-too-familiar horror manifesting before me. After a long, blank pause, I walked to my room and peered out my frosted window to check for some plausible explanation. I could see my breath escaping into the air. It must be my imagination playing tricks on me, I thought aloud, attempting to resolve my madness. Mother's downstairs cooking breakfast now, and father is in the fields. Yet I did not smell bread baking or sausages frying in the pan. The house was eerily silent. Turning away from the window, I walked to the door, sliding my bare feet against the cold wooden planks. All of my senses were heightened, and a crushing feeling of dread washed over me once again. This is not my house, I whispered. I felt an unexplained presence enter the room as I uttered the words. Out of growing fear, or a moment of bravery, perhaps, I wailed in a raving chant, Get out! Get out! I began to weep, tears streaming down my face, as the presence poured into the room so thick it was practically tangible. I slowly backed away from the door until my body met the glass window. The moment lasted a lifetime as I stood against the glass staring into the desolate space around me. It grew colder, not the cold you can sense on your skin, but a consuming, wretched cold that seeps in when you've felt they brushed with evil, awful things. Suddenly something nameless, otherworldly, threw my body violently against the window, its frigid essence tingling against my bare arms. The glass pane splintered into a web surrounding my form. I felt a sharp pain, then looked down to my hand on the window as a wet, bright red bead of blood trickled to the window frame. The nameless thing pressed wholly against my body. Gasping for air, I tried prying my hands from the glass, but they were unmoving. The room darkened further, and my thoughts drifted to nothingness. Another lifetime passed. Then slowly, swelling out of the suffocating black void, I heard the voice whisper, Christina, Christina. At once my eyes opened wide and the glass shattered. The oppression dissolved as I was hurled out the window, floating weightlessly to the ground. Christina. A whisper woke me from my slumber. I opened my eyes, half expecting the nightmare to be over. Yet all I could see was an empty silver sky above me. I built up the strength to roll to my side and then slowly to my feet. In my memory, vague glimpses of my recent past began to paint a dark picture. I looked at the sun setting beyond the field where I had laid my parents to rest not long ago. It seemed as if everything around the old farm had wilted and decayed with them. The grass a grim autumn amber, like a disease spreading through the hills. I turned to look behind me at the dark, tormenting forest that surrounded our land. 
twisted branches swaying, singing in a chorus. Christina, Christina. Whispers blew into my ears, carried by the chill of the autumn wind. My sweet Christina, you cannot run from me. My eyes shot to the broken window. There, staring down through black demonic eyes, was a twisted mockery of myself. I lifted my tattered skirt and took off down the path that would carry me far away from this wretched place. The words repeated in my mind over and over, Christina, do not run, Christina, in a stale, cold voice that sent me sprinting faster. The dry grass scratched my feet, and the cool breeze rushed down my spine. I was nearing the woods now. I knew that if I could get away from that voice, I would be free of it. I dared not look back. I am the breeze. I am the light. Your secrets whispered in the night. As soon as it finished the words, my body froze. My feet sunk into the soft earth. Tremors began in the soil beneath me, and I watched the dust and fallen leaves vibrate with more and more intensity as the tremors grew. I fell to my knees, scratching at the soil to crawl away from the certain death that awaited me. Do you remember, Christina? Do you know why I have come to you? It spoke gently. I don't want to. I screamed, thrashing my hands at the ground. You created me so you wouldn't have to feel the pain. Just stop. Please, get away from me. I screamed frantically, pressing my hands against my ears. The voice continued in my head. I did away with them so you wouldn't have to, so you could be free. Then you buried me with them. No, it's not true. There was an accident. I buried them. How did they die, Christina? The voice was now giggling. It was true. As hard as I tried to remember, I couldn't recall how they died. I could only remember the shovel in my hand digging their graves. My voice was now shaking in panic. The tremors grew until I was convulsing on the ground. We did it, Christina. We were alone then. You buried me with them. But I survived. The voice was now my own tongue and my own breath. By air and earth, by water and fire, I am bound by your desire. All things lost, now revealed, the nameless things forever sealed. I spat and twisted, attempting to curse the blasphemous thing back to hell. I only want to be with you again, I heard myself say. The tremors faded, and a new peace filled my tortured soul. I was truly free. I rose and for the first time skipped gracefully into the black forest. You've been listening to The Nameless Thing by Richard Stettenbenz. James Randi, magician and skeptic, once said, No amount of belief makes something a fact. I've enjoyed being with you, and now I must go. But I hope to be with you again soon. Please be well, 
and thank you for listening to me.